Hey guys, welcome back to another podcast. Uh, today, I'm actually going to talk a little bit about Wonder Woman 1984. Actually, it's called Wonder Woman 84. I call it 1984. Um, I'm going to get into Soul as well, because I wanted to talk about Soul. I'm not doing it in this one. I'll do it in the next one, but I do want to talk about Soul. I did watch both on Christmas Day, and I actually filmed like a whole video for it. But um, for my other platforms, I ended up deleting it because I, I was doing something else. So I was like, never mind. But anyway, um, so Wonder Woman 1984, I actually really, I enjoyed this movie. It's something very different. And I, and I do like, I have, I'm on different fan pages and stuff. So I definitely do talk to other fans and see what they, I, I like hearing people's like opinions on things, even if they differ from my own. I like just hearing what they have to say and and there's a lot of people who think that, sorry, I have a, a large, uh, hello, I have a um, halls in my mouth right now uh, before work. But um, I know that there's a, a lot of people who think that the movie was just, it was just okay. There's some people who don't even like it um, compared to the first one. Everyone's comparing it to the first one because obviously that's, you compare, contrast, things like that. It makes sense. But um, I don't know. I, I like this movie a lot, actually. I, I probably still do enjoy the first one more but I think that has to do with like I think that's for me that's with most films you kind of you tend to enjoy the first one more than the sequel um especially the first sequel like I don't know to me when I think about like for Marvel films for example I think I end up liking like I would say save Captain America I pretty much like the first films more like the first Guardians to me I liked a lot more than the second Guardians the first Iron Man I think I liked more than Iron Man too I don't really No, yeah, I think, yeah, I think I like the first Iron Man more. Um, uh, let's see. Hmm. Uh, Thor, Thor, I think, I, the only Thor movie I actually really do appreciate is Ragnarok. The other two were just okay. I would probably say I did like the first Thor better than the second one, though. I think the second one was kind of messy and all over the place. Um, and so, like, I mean, come on, like the original, like Batman, Batman 1989 versus like Batman Returns the first Batman was better. So again, I think it's just one of those things where it's like, it, it kind of, most films, most at least most superhero films, the first films tend to be better than the second. You know, I mean, X-Men, what is it? X-Men uh, X2 was better than the first X-Men. It actually was the best of that series, but you know what I'm saying? It's just like, it seems to be like the first entry typically is better than the next installments, typically. And um I, I didn't think this film was bad at all. I actually really like the characters in this film. Um, so basically, it takes place, I think, like 40 years after the first one. Wonder Woman's in the 80s now. And she's she's still kind of mourning uh, the death of Steve. But she's also just kind of like, she's got this job. I think she's like an architect or something. I'm not quite sure what she, I don't, I zoned out on what she does. But she's, you know, she's working with these different people. And she has this co-worker um I think she might be no she's not a newer co-worker she's been there for a while uh played by Kristen Wiig who is just this really painfully awkward character like she's she's a real person as in like I actually know people this awkward and even my dad was like I was this like he said he was this awkward when he was younger and I like it's just this painfully awkward that I'm like nobody's this bad nobody can really be this bad and it's like no people are and when I got to thinking about it I realized that there were a few people that I know in my life that I can relate to this character and I don't know like she's she's interesting she's a very interesting character but she's just really just 
painfully awkward. So you have her character, and then you have, I, I think that, I don't remember the actor's name from The Mandalorian, but he's in this too. And he's playing another character who is kind of this guy who wants to be more. He has a son, and there's like a divorce separation between him and his wife, um, where he gets to see his son, I think, like every two weeks or whatever. And he's trying to basically build himself up. He's a loser. And he wants to prove to him, to his son and himself that he's not one. And so Wonder Woman ends up finding this relic um, that basically grants wishes. Um, it's, and I think it's like, it's like some, like a relic from the gods and it uh, can grant you a wish, any, any wish that you, you desire. And so she makes a wish on it, as does uh, Kristen Wiig's character. And eventually this guy, he wants to get his hands on it because he believes there's power in it. And he wants to just kind of become the head honcho of the world, basically. Um, I'm skipping certain details, sorry. Um, and so anyway, like in the beginning, you get the sense that Kristen Wiig's character is just kind of a nobody. Nobody cares about her. But Wonder Woman, like, she tries to take a shine on her. And they, they have this relationship where they start being friends. And so it's kind of like, I like this movie because yeah, there's there's a lot of superhero elements to the film, but you are reminded many times throughout the film that it's not just a superhero movie. It's not just going to be a cut and dry superhero film. And I like that about this movie. I think the first one did a really great job of just being a superhero film with like real life elements in it, you know, where you reminded, okay, Diana is more than just a hero. She's a woman, but this film really brings it home. Like, hey, remember in the first movie, we were trying to show you that Diana's not just a hero, she's she's a woman. Yeah, we're going to do that even more in this one. We're going to give her, like, real woman situations, and we're also just going to really flesh her character out, which I don't think happens in enough superhero movies. Um, I just don't. I, I don't think... It, like, I, their, their personal interests and their personal lives, are they're, they're made fun of, they're talked about, they're hinted at, they're shown a little bit. But I think this movie really tried to be a lot of different things. And I, I personally think it succeeded. But, and there were moments in the film where I was like, this is going on too long. Like towards the climax, there's this thing that she's saying, Diana's the speech that she's giving. And I'm like, this is taking entirely too long. It's just taking, and I hate when they do that. I hate when like the the main character is making the speech and like the bad guy is like laughing or whatever. You know, they cut back and forth between the two. And it's just like, this is just stupid. Um. And so there are moments, like a few moments like that. You find out why she's doing it in a, like a scene later. But there are moments like that where I'm just like, this this kind of takes me out of it. Like, it, you know, they could have wrapped this up better. Um, but I mean, I, I liked it. I Overall, I liked the film. Like I said, it does a lot. So if you haven't seen it and you're expecting it to be like the first one, don't do that. If you're expecting it to be a run-of-the-mill superhero film, don't do that. It's It's something different. And... That's why I appreciate it. I really appreciate this film for being different. It, it's a to me, it's a really good different. Um, one of my friends did point out though. She was like, you know, there's this whole battle armor Diana wears, and that's the film starts off with Diana being a child and having to learn lessons that you can't win things uh, neg- like on lies. The truth matters, and that's an element that goes throughout the entire film is the element of truth. You have to be true to yourself. You have to be real with yourself and you have to deal with those truths. And I think the film did that beautifully when I think about it now, because I'm like, Diana had to learn that lesson as a child. Later on in the film, because of her wish, she has to deal with the truth and the implications of that wish and what she brought on herself. And there's a really like 
really sad scene later on in the movie where she has to deal with that. And not only her, but like everybody who made a wish has to deal with the consequences of that action. So the film does a really great job holding that up. I think some people got lost in the armor element though and thought the armor was going to be like, even I did. I thought the armor was going to play a bigger part when I remembered it. Um, I, at one point in the film, I, I totally forgot about the armor. I know that I knew that she was going to get it back because obviously she's seen in the promos with it. But my friend was right. Uh, there was very little of her in that actual outfit. But I like, honestly, do we care? Like, I didn't. I, I didn't. Like, the outfit was cool. It was just a gold outfit. Like, I really didn't care about it. Like, um, I think the reason why she's wearing it in the posters is because of what it's supposed to represent. And that's, sorry. <laughs> and that's basically it. She's wearing it in those posters because it's, in, it's like, oh, look, Wonder Woman's donning a new outfit in this. But there's also, like, this is, like, you know, I don't know. Like to me, it, it, it's just, it was just symbolism at the end of the day. I didn't care that she didn't wear it. I'd rather see her in her regular outfit anyway. I think her regular outfit is cooler. The all gold uniform um, is, we've seen that a million times. Like we've, we've seen this. I, I didn't care about that, but I really did like the movie. I loved, I love that Wonder Woman was like, I think out of all the characters, in my opinion, um, the least interesting, which isn't a bad thing. She was very interesting, but I'm saying the other ones were just that in, that much more interesting to me. And I like that. I think that most of the time in, in these movies, in hero movies, the hero is the most interesting. Maybe their sidekick or maybe even the villain, but like mostly it's the hero that is the most interesting. But in this film, she really does take a backseat to all these other people who you feel for because none of them are like necessarily bad people. They do bad, bad things at one point in this movie, but they're not bad people overall like you still kind of feel for them and they come back to like and and in moments when they do sort of start to come back to their real life and their senses you definitely start to feel more for them like okay i i feel you this this is hard like i i get it like i i liked that part of the film um maybe people think that cheetah's reasons were a little bit too shallow but when you think about her life and you think about that she's always been like sort of a footnote it kind of makes sense to why she didn't want to go back you have to watch the movie to understand what i'm saying here but like I kind of get it. it. It did. It did come off a little bit petty and a little bit shallow. Like, girl, you, your your problems could just be solved if you just let go. But I think when you've never been seen and you're finally being seen, it does change you, obviously. And it like it does feel. And because it was a, a wish made off of something that is basically evil, you know, it's gonna change you pretty much permanently, at least for her, I guess. Um, because. You, you have to watch the movie, but anyway, like, I don't want to give away too much if I haven't already, but I really like the film. It's, it's a good length of a movie, and um, I know they're, I guess they're, they're speed lighting uh, Wonder Woman 3. I would say with this next one, take your time and definitely mix in what really worked in number one and mix in what worked in number two, and um, that's all I really have to say. I, I, I like number two. I, I think, like I said, there's a lot of moments where um, the ending was long. <laughs> the ending was long, um, even after the final battle, because they do wrap up Diana's story, like where she's at at that place in her life. And there were like a few moments I'm like, okay, these are just glamour shots now. We, we don't care about these glamour shots. Like it's great that we're reminded that Diana actually has a life outside of being a superhero, which I think is absolutely great. But wrap it up. Like just, just, find a simpler way to wrap it up. We don't need all the speeches. One thing that did bug me throughout this film, I have to say, um, 
the film paints all men except for like Steve to be trash and, and creeps. And I have my own thing. I have my own opinions on men being trash, but I think it's as a male myself, but I think it's, I hated that. Like I hated that almost every guy in the movie, except for, I think the homeless black guy and Steve, every other guy in the movie was somewhat trash and pervert, like perverted. They all wanted to get with Diana or they all wanted to get with um, Cheetah. And, you know, my dad even was like, well, it was the eighties. Like that's, that's how guys were in the eighties. Like they were horned dogs. And I'm like, that's okay. Sure. Whatever. Like they're not super different now, but come on. Like, I don't know. I, I feel like the the one thing, and I think that this is what loses the male audience in, in many superhero films. It's like, yes, we under like I understand that you know women were have always been like just treated as sex objects in movies, and that's really annoying. Actually, like I hate that. I don't like that at all. I've never been in support of that at all. Um, but I don't think that that means that now that we have to continue. Anytime a woman is at the 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 head of a superhero film or a movie, that men all men just have to be trash. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't think that that's, that that's cool. Not, not even saying that, like, you know, I don't even like movies where gay men are okay, but then straight men are just trash. And I'm a gay man myself. I don't think that's cool either. I think that we have to have this thing of like, yeah, there are straight guys or there are men, straight, gay, whatever, that are absolute trash, but not every guy that's introduced in the film that isn't gay or just every guy in general has to be trash. You know what I mean? Or has to be a certain type of way. I didn't like that. I really thought that that was what turned me off of the movie was how many men were just like, and I get it, Diana's beautiful, but still like not every guy's gonna take that approach. And the only guys that don't take that approach are the guys that she's either with or the guys that are like, she's made to be interested in by the end of the film. That like that's, come on dude, or or some homeless guy, like one homeless guy. Like that's not, I don't know. Like I, I, I love the fact that, you know, all the women in this film kick their own ass, they save themselves. They don't need no man to do the set and third. That's fine. But I don't like, because I mean, that's, they don't need them. But I don't like the fact that it's like, all men are trash. They're just, they're just absolute trash. Like, I like I would say a good 95% sure. But I, I don't see why you have to have it that way. That was the only element of the film that bugged me because it, it is something that's repetitive. And it's like, no, no. And But at the same time, it's like, you know what? I'm not even like, that complaint is small compared to how long women are, have been treated as the sex object in the film. Like you're only good for sex. Like that should have never been a trope. It should never have been a trope. And honestly, it's like, you know, if, if that's what, like it, that, it didn't, that didn't stop me from watching the film and enjoying the film at all. And I think there's a lot of guys who do don't like, they, they do choose to stay away from these films because that element, but it's like, put yourself in a woman's shoes. Those guys who think like that, put yourself in a woman's shoes. Yeah, it does suck seeing that, you know, oh, this is what, you know, basically in your mind, this is what women might think of men, men just all men being horn dogs, all men wanting to be after you. But keep in mind that since the beginning of pretty much cinema, women have been treated as just like second class citizens. You're only getting your just desserts now. And if that's going to make you turn away from a film because you can't stand to see men treated that way, even though pretty much all of your favorite superhero action films have treated women as just sex objects, then grow up, period, grow up, deal with it you know, it's just two hours and 30 minutes of your life. It's fine. And there are male characters in this film that are not like that. Like Steve was, is a good character. Um, he's pretty much the only male character that I can think of that like is predominantly in the film that you can 
do that with. Also, I will say um, before, before I end this, the cast was very small in this. And I think that played a part into why people didn't care for her as much as the first either, because she's with these soldiers in the first film, right? There's like five of them and there's herself. There's a lot of characters in the first film that she surrounds herself with. In this film, it's mainly her, Steve, Cheetah, and then the, the bad guy. So there's not enough. I, I feel like there could have been more characters in this that, that I think a good team makes a good movie, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like a good team of characters makes a good movie. But I mean, majority of, of superhero films don't have that many characters in them, but they have more than this. Like they really just felt like four people and then everybody else was just there. So I, I would definitely say for the next film, have a, a better round of, of, of characters around her, I guess, you know? Um, not really saying that she needs them, but I, I do think that was an element in the first one that did help it, so... But anyway, I'm going to end this now. If you guys haven't seen Wonder Woman 84 on HBO Max, or I think that's the only place you can see it right now, no theaters around me are open, so I, and I wouldn't recommend you going to one even if they were. But definitely give it a watch. I think it's a good film. And yeah, I'll see you guys next time. Peace.